Stay tuned for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. Welcome back to the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for Patriots. This is the Casey Commentary. Three videos that have been released that have uh, rocked the world in the last uh, several days, uh, including the Memphis police officers fired and now charged with uh, the murder of um, Tyree Nichols. We'll get uh, into the all three videos here in just a second. Uh, the other video, of course, is the uh, body cam footage has now been released in the hammer attack on Paul Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi's husband, and of course the Project Veritas video uh, showing a Pfizer uh, director of research and strategy uh, that has uh, admitted on camera that they were um, a mutating um, mutated evolution or some kind of mutating mutation of of viruses uh, for uh, for cash cow purposes, and that won't end well. And so again. All three videos disturbing at different levels, uh, but uh, the big one that is uh, sucking all the air uh, out of the room, of course, is the um, five black Memphis police officers uh, who are seen um, on uh, four or five different videos um, beating the living daylights out of Tyree Nichols, uh, and that would eventually lead to his death, and they now have been fired and charged uh, with the second-degree murder and, and a kidnapping charge as well. Uh, there are other uh, sheriff's deputies who are being investigated for their roles uh, in this um, horrific uh, incident, and it is indeed horrifying to watch uh, on several occasions. And what we do see is we see uh, police officers uh, jerk a man out of a car on a traffic stop in which he then is uh, told to lay on the ground. Uh, he does not. He resists. He will not comply with the law officer's commands. Had he done so, he probably would be alive today. That does not justify their actions in the least bit. Um, on that initial stop, though, it could all have been um, avoided um, had uh, they just, uh, you know, approached things differently. And and he, he could have done the same as well. So that escalated uh, when he then got away and, and tried to escape. They tasered him, and uh, he fled the scene. Uh, Tyree Nichols did. And then we see uh, later on that they catch him somewhere in the vicinity and in the neighborhood. And when they do catch him, uh, once they restrain him, uh, then they proceed to go rogue. Then they ignore their training. As soon as the resistance is over, as soon as he stops fighting, they should have put the cuffs on him, put him back of the patrol car and uh, arrested him and processed him and on any number of charges. Instead, we see uh, horrifying videos of police officers uh, one officer using a soccer-style kick to kick him uh, not once but twice in the head while he was handcuffed, and another officer striking him with his uh, baton, uh, and other officers uh, uh, slapping, punching, uh, etc. So much so to his injuries did indeed uh, lead to his death, and it seemed like forever uh, for the EMTs to arrive uh, once they had uh, subdued him and uh, propped him up against the car. That is unacceptable uh, behavior on the part of any police officer. Uh, they shame themselves, their families, and all police officers when when they act like that. Uh, and here we, here we go again. Now, these were five black police officers uh, against a, um, a black man, Tyree Nichols, uh, who was, again, just on his way home. What we don't see uh, in the video 
is we don't see what led to him um, pulling him, jerking him out of the vehicle. Now, they're saying it was reckless driving. One of the officers said the guy was cutting in and out of traffic, and he also tried to ram uh, the police officer when he tried to pull him over. Uh, so, therefore, there was a heightened sense of uh, on, on the part of the uh, police when they did pull him over. Now, again, this is according to their testimony on video. It's not in a court of law, so we don't know exactly what uh, Mr. Nichols did. Uh, but uh, that being said, uh, what we do see on the video is uh, damning, and it is disturbing and horrifying. And it led to protests all weekend long. Uh, and, of course, it is dominating the news cycle right now. Most of the protests, thank goodness, have been peaceful. But you're going to get uh, people that are going to ramp this up. And Tifa is already talking about, you know, uh, getting involved in some of these protests nationwide, as we saw during the George Floyd Summer of Love, BLM and Antifa, billion dollars worth of damage, 26 deaths resulting. And so um, we have people, uh, elected officials and, and others in the media, uh, already uh, blaming um, the white people. It was a uh, commie Bush of Missouri. Uh, she is a black congresswoman uh, that represents Ferguson. Uh, she's out there saying it was a white supremacy. Uh, and this is the system. Uh, Van Jones is out there uh, pouring gasoline on the fire. Ben Crump, the racial grievance crowd, already on board. Now there's going to be a multi-million dollar civil lawsuit against the city of Memphis uh, and wrongful death. And, um, and rightfully so. You would expect that in, in this particular case. Uh, but we have Joe Biden issuing a statement bringing race into the death of Tiny Rickles, despite all the officers being black. Uh, and again, uh, he said, uh, quote, like so many, I was outraged and deeply pained to see the horrific video of the beating that resulted in Tyree Nichols' death. It is yet another painful reminder of the profound fear and trauma, the pain and the exhaustion that black and brown Americans experience every single day. Uh, and he did uh, at least say, please don't resort to violence and destruction. Uh, but uh, hopefully they'll um, they'll heed his words. As Tyree Nichols' uh, mother uh, made a, um, a plea uh, to uh, peacefully protest. Uh, but once again, the Scorpion unit of the Memphis police, which was supposed to be taking down uh, the bad guys, gangbangers and thugs and things of that nature, uh, I'm not sure why they were engaged in a traffic stop, but as I said, when they see what they believe to be um, a criminality or lawbreaking, uh, they're still police officers uh, first and foremost. So uh, that we'll wait and see. Now, what's happened here is this. Uh, all five of these officers have been immediately fired. Uh, all five have been charged. There may be additional charges of additional officers. So in this particular case, there was no cover-up. This was complete transparency, and it appears the system worked uh, we'll have to see what the uh, the justice system does to these five officers. Uh, whether they'll be tried together or tried separately, uh, that will uh, remain to be seen because all have different uh, varying um, degrees of culpability in this particular case. Um, but, but once again, uh, we have um, a situation much like we do with Rodney King. Uh, and what I don't understand is the in, uh, so-called um, intelligence of these officers. You know that the eyes of the world are upon you. You know that you're wearing body cams. Uh, you know what your training uh, says in no way, shape or form. Are you ever trained as a law enforcement official to, once the suspect has been restrained? Once the fight is out of the suspect, there is um, it's over. I mean, the, you make the arrest and uh, you begin processing that arrest. You do not take that suspect who is in a prone position and uh, and and kick him. Uh, in the head soccer style. Uh, you you do not beat him. You do not do anything to physically harm that suspect unless... Now, we do hear in one case the uh, the officers discussing 
uh, on camera that uh, he reached for their guns or gun. Uh, I did not see any video evidence of that. Um, and maybe this is they're trying to justify what they did, knowing the cameras are rolling. Or maybe there was an attempt because uh, there's a there's a period of time where one of the videos goes completely dark. You just hear uh, the voices of the officers and uh, the victim uh, calling out for his mother, uh, etc. So it's just horrifying. It, it's just a terrible incident. It, it gives police a black eye. And uh, these uh, five have been charged. We'll wait and see what happens uh, to them. The other big video that broke this weekend was the Paul Pelosi hammer attack. Uh, and there's just so much weird part of the of these uh, videos. Um, and three videos related to the Pelosi hammer attack at the Pelosi home were released. Uh, we do see in uh, the first video, uh, David DePape, or DePop, however he pronounces his name, breaking into the home so he was not invited into the home as some had speculated he did break into the uh, pelosi home what i'm curious as did they not have some kind of security system because apparently the u.s capitol police released that video uh, because you know there is security protecting because that's where the speaker lives so why was that not hooked up to some kind of an automatic alarm system that would have notified the police why did it take a 911 call uh, from mr pelosi uh, to get the police to show up at the San Francisco home. And they, they had to have known whether the 911 dispatcher or the police, you know, that this is where Nancy Pelosi lives, I would think. Isn't there some kind of awareness that you've got um, the, the third most powerful person at the time uh, in the world, uh, besides the, the president, the vice president, uh, the speaker of the house uh, in your district? And um, obviously you would think once a 911 call originates from there, there'd be a little bit more urgency on the part of the dispatcher and the part of the police. They were a little casual, casual and cavalier. But we do know that to pop or to pay entered the home uh, using a, um, a hammer to break the window and then squeezing through the window. We also hear the 911 call from Mr. Pelosi himself. He appears to be, you know, obviously calm, but sending uh, messages and signals that something's not right. Uh, and so that 911 call uh, we understand now apparently it was on speakerphone because David DePape uh, was uh, was listening to the call. In fact, he even offers his name on the call. So so the big question here is the 911 operator this really this dense? Did she have any idea who Nancy Pelosi is? Did she not understand this this man was in serious trouble? And then the police arrive, uh, you know, minutes later. They don't appear to be in a hurry to get into the home. Uh, they know there's an intruder. They know Mr. Pelosi, you know, was trying to remain calm, but but stayed, um, but was giving them clues that there were problems there. They didn't act like this was an assault or a breaking and entering on Nancy Pelosi's home. Again, as I say, the third in line of the presidency at the time. So the uh, third video we do see uh, is the police camera footage from one of the policemen on the scene, uh, and uh, this is a very disturbing video showing Pelosi attacked by DePape with a hammer and the police officer's reaction to it. But some observations here. Pelosi is in his underwear, and he's holding what appears to be a drink uh, in his left hand, and he's holding in his right hand the hammer uh, with Mr. DePape. Uh, the question is, we don't really know who opened the door uh, because uh, Pelosi's hands were occupied. My biggest question in all of this, you're standing there in your underwear, it looks like maybe a nightshirt or pajama top, whatever, and uh, uh, DePape is fully clothed in what appears to be the clothing that he wore to, you know, in, into, the, uh, uh, into the house. Why didn't Pelosi, if he feared for his life, if he was really scared, why didn't he just run to the cops? You know, just let go of the hammer, run to the cops, and let the cops protect him. Instead, um, it was just a weird uh, exchange um, between the between the cops, um, Pelosi and DePape. 
maybe he was frozen in fear, as they say, or in shock or what have you. But what then happens is just brutal. Uh, watching DePape swing the hammer, uh, a, a crushing, bludgeoning blow to Pelosi's head and fracturing his skull. There's a pool of blood there. Uh, so it was um, it was not pretty. We certainly hope and pray Mr. Pelosi makes a full recovery. I just don't understand if you were so afraid for your life, why didn't you run uh, to the police? But, you know, again, that's second guessing. And we'll we'll see, I'm sure, uh, more of that in the coming days. And DePape allegedly called into a Fox affiliate, and we'll have some of the audio of that on Monday's episode uh, of what he said uh, in um, in reacting from his jail uh, cell, uh, jail uh, cell rather. And finally, uh, the third video, which I think is uh, the most disturbing uh, to me, is um, again the video of uh, Project Veritas James O'Keefe uh, getting um, a undercover uh, camera uh, audio and video of. Uh, the um, director of research and strategic marketing, I can't remember what his exact title is, but uh, this dude, uh, Walker, uh, who was uh, seen bragging about uh, the uh, mutation of viruses on the part of uh, uh, Pfizer was doing in order to uh, create future vaccines, which would be a big cash cow uh, for the company. And then they bragging about, well, we don't want to got to be careful with this thing because it could be, uh, you said, um, you have quote you have to be very controlled to make sure this virus that you mutate doesn't create something that just goes everywhere which i suspect is the way that the virus started in wuhan to be honest it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere he said it's bull dookie he says you're not supposed to do gain-of-function research with viruses regularly not we can do these selected structure mutations to make them more potent that sounds like gain-of-function doesn't it there's research ongoing about that i don't know how that's going to work there better not be any more outbreaks because, uh, and then he takes uh, uh, Lord's name in vain. Uh, but uh, he, then in the second video, uh, we also see that um, he has a meltdown when he was confronted by O'Keefe about his statements. Uh, and uh, this this video, by the way, uh, has been seen 17 million times. It is the most viewed video in the history of Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. It's that big because there's a lot of, uh, curiosity about COVID-19, the jab, uh, how it, uh, where it originated, how it started, who is responsible. We'll have more on that uh, in uh, Monday's episode as well. Uh, some disturbing news about that. And, of course, the the Twitter files that dropped over the weekend and, uh, and how this is another uh, fake um, uh, news media scandal. Uh, and uh, Twitter's involved. Uh, a bunch of uh, neocons are involved and how they duped. Uh, the um, the American media and elected officials into thinking that some right-leaning accounts were actually Russian bots. So we've got all that coming up on Monday's episode. But this Pfizer thing is a huge story. And the fact is now they issued a statement uh, in, in response to the whole thing, uh, the bombshell uh, Project Veritas video. And I think there's a lot more to this story uh, that we're going to hopefully find out when Congress gets around to uh, subpoenaing uh, Dr. Fauci and uh, EcoHealth, EcoHealth Alliance, uh, Dr. Barrick in uh, North Carolina, the WHO. Uh, obviously, the Chicoms will not uh, cooperate. But those are three videos that rocked our world uh, this uh, past weekend. And I'm sure they're going to be uh, a lot uh, more uh, consequences and ramifications reverberating from these videos. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Thanks again for joining us for the KC Commentary. Don't forget full episodes. We uh, Zoom on Monday. 
uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays when we drop new episodes. And we just urge you to uh, download, uh, subscribe. That's the best way to get them delivered to your device, wherever you uh, consume uh, your podcast. And thanks again. Remember, until Monday, to stay free. Hey!